Hi, welcome to episode 26 of Walk to Work. Um, 26 episodes, half a year, woo! Uh, today I want to talk about the foot, because feet are great. Um, so, if you take your right foot and you put it across your knee, across your left knee, um, you have your heel that's near from you and you have your toes that are far away from you, uh, and you can take um, your heel in one of your hands and you can take your toes in the other of your hands and you can twist. Um, and so one of these twists kind of rolls the bottom of your heel up towards you and the bottom of your foot towards the, uh, the your toes, the bottom of your toes towards the floor and the other one kind of rotates um, the bottom of the heel towards the floor and the toes uh, towards the ceiling. So I'm going to call one of these uh, twists, uh, one of these twisting, that's the one uh, where the heel uh, is turning uh, so that the heel is trying to face the ceiling and the toes are trying to face the ground, or the bottom of the toes and the bottom of the heel, uh, and the other is going to be uh, untwisting. Uh, so our, our, our foot naturally exists in a state uh, kind of halfway between twisted and untwisted. And the reason I'm calling them twisted and untwisted is that if you imagine um, some chain mail or even just a, a metal chain, if you twist the metal chain enough, uh, then uh, all the uh, coils of the metal chain kind of push up against each other and shorten and it becomes rigid. And if you untwist it, uh, it becomes kind of floaty. And those are the two um, states in which, uh, between which our foot um, travels uh, from uh, its propulsion uh, function, uh, the thing that you get when you stand on tiptoe or when uh, you push off the ground into the next step, um, and that's a kind of very uh, rigid uh, foot that is good for bearing the whole weight, for pushing the whole weight of your body. Um, and we can also call that the lever foot. And then uh, the other state is the raft foot. It's the foot that's kind of uh, all the bones um, are free to move independently uh, because they're not twisted against each other. Uh, uh, twisted against each other is kind of a, an extreme version of the metaphor. Um, and that's a good foot for receiving, for balancing, for um, adapting and responding to the environment. Uh, and you can kind of get the one or the other. Um, you have very little space for adapting in uh, the lever foot. Uh, like your toes have a little bit of freedom that can adapt for balance, uh, but generally the point of it is that it's kind of rigid, and things that are rigid, uh, kind of by definition, have less, uh, are more solid, but have less, less give in them. And the raft foot, you can kind of use your muscles to engage the whole foot and make it rigid while still in the raft state, but uh, by and large, because its function is to uh, absorb, it's trying not to um, it doesn't really make sense to use it for pushing. And so that means that when you're walking, for example, uh, your whole uh, foot uh, cycles between 
uh, a lever as it's finishing uh, propulsing you as you leave the foot um, and just start landing on the other your leaving foot uh, is in a lever mode and your landing foot your receiving foot uh, is in raft mode uh, and kind of as it's doing that it's twisting and untwisting uh, the whole time uh, and that's uh, one of the reasons, I guess, uh, that uh, I think it's specific Franklin method, I'm not sure, uh, the, the kind of internal rhythms that our bones make uh, while we're walking or jumping uh, or doing something uh, is called a, a bone rhythm because it's the, 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 um, the kind of uh, cycle uh, that uh, your bones go under uh, while, you're, while you're walking or dancing or whatever. Uh, and so a super important thing uh, for the foot to fulfill both its propulsion and uh, absorption functions is that it be allowed to uh, live its full cycle. Uh, that it go from lever to raft and lever to raft and lever to raft, uh, twisting and untwisting uh, at every step. And that cycle... Uh, so it's useful for the lever and raft function. It also interacts with uh, the spirals uh, that exist in the rotation of the tibia and the femur. And they in turn interact with uh, the uh, bone rhythms, the internal rhythms of the pelvis that I described a couple of episodes ago. Uh, and so in general, as you're going uh, into plie, as you uh, bend, uh, well, bending down, bending your knees, flexing your knees, flexing your ankles, flexing your hips, uh, your heel is everting. It's kind of rolling out um, or rolling in, depending on which direction you're looking at, looking at it from. It's becoming more raft-like. And that heel eversion, the bottom of the heel is swinging out, uh, goes with uh, the... Um, sit bone uh, swing out that you have at the same time and so they have their own little uh, rhythm going on together and so if you block the one or the other then the other or the one uh, won't work properly so if you're not letting uh, your pelvis um, have its internal rhythm your foot won't have its internal rhythm and if you're not letting your foot have its internal rhythm your pelvis won't have its internal rhythm so all those things connect together. Uh, the other thing that the foot does, uh, by and large, is it has uh, arches. So it has uh, a, an arch from left to right, and it has an arch from front to back. And the, the twisting, untwisting, the twisting creates the arch, and the untwisting um, flattens out the arch. And so you can see how that untwisting, um, the untwisting one is a transformation into the raft. And it's also how uh, the arch uh, flattens out. And if you imagine that flattening out movement, uh, that would be a kind of an absorbing movement. Uh, it would be a, a widening and lengthening of, uh, well, all the ar both arches flatten out. It would be a widening and lengthening of the foot. And that's going to uh, absorb. And then when it goes in the other direction, it's going to get narrower uh, and shorter, and it's going to propulse or um, restitute uh, the the force. Um, so those arches need to uh, live uh, their cycle as well, and so that's where shoes come in. So shoes that are tight prevent the kind of uh, expansion and re-narrowing 
uh, of the foot and kind of act like prisons uh, for the foot. Uh, shoes that have soles that are too thick, the sole doesn't flex. And so the raft function of the foot is um, being compensated uh, by the sole. Um, and in the same way, uh, if you have some uh, absorption in your thick uh, shoe, then suddenly you're going to be stepping onto a heel with uh, all the absorption. Instead of the absorption being the internal movement of uh, the foot and the internal movement of the pelvis, protecting your back and knees, you're training your foot to not move um, because uh, you have um, a squishy um, sole to your foot, some cushioning to do it for you. Uh, which, I mean, if you're doing a high-impact sport, uh, that's probably uh, a good thing. But you need to kind of do both. You need to protect yourself uh, with shoes that are appropriate to whatever sport you're doing. And you need to not train your foot to not work properly. Uh, so that's one of the reasons that I'm, uh, I use uh, barefoot shoes or barefoot socks uh, almost all the time. Um, because they have thin soles, they allow the foot to fulfill its raft function. Because they're foot-shaped, they're not trying to stick my foot uh, into uh, too narrow a shape. Uh, they have, um, they allow my foot to, uh, to expand and they allow the whole foot uh, to work, uh, including the toes. Um, So that's yeah, my advert for spend time barefoot. Uh, it's really good for you. Um, it's good for the absorption in the feet and it's good for letting the bone rhythms of the feet interact with uh, the bone rhythms of the leg and of the pelvis. Uh, what more is there to say about feet? Yeah, feet are really incredible. They have lots and lots of bones in them. 26 each, something like that, yeah. Um, and lots of articulations, like 30-something. Uh, a lot of the bones only articulate just with the bone above or below them. Uh, and so they have lots and lots of movement potential, uh, which I guess is the other reason uh, why uh, shutting them up in um, tight shoes doesn't make sense. And I have quite a bit of um, frustration over that, because I used to be a, a ski racer and ski boots the plan with ski boots is to shut your feet in as much as possible and then put uh, arch support inside. Uh, and this arch support, what does it do? It prevents your foot from twisting and untwisting. And so you have a foot that is pretty much useless. Uh, and the whole of skiing is allowing the pelvis and uh, the leg to have its bone rhythm uh, to find power. Um, and balance at the same time uh, and so it's a bit of a weird thing to uh, prevent as much as possible uh, the foot from doing the thing it's supposed to do uh, yeah and people often uh, think oh I have high arches oh I have flat feet um, so I'm not qualified uh, medically here at all uh, so maybe that probably that is a thing uh, but what's also a thing is that your foot can uh, be trained. If you have flat feet, it's that the arch reconstitution function of your foot uh, is not working. So if you stick, um, and if you have high arches, it's the absorption function of your foot 
uh, that's not working. So if you stick arch support of some kind in your foot, what you're doing is compensating for a thing that's not working. It's as if, oh, my leg is not very strong, so I'm going to uh, mostly walk on the other leg and use crutches. Well, that will solve the problem of your leg not being strong and it'll be functionally useful for what you need to do, but it's simultaneously not training your other leg to get more strength. Um, another useful uh, thing to do um, with uh, the foot is to think of it as uh, having kind of too many feet. Uh, composed of three wheels. So at the bottom of your ankle, uh, kind of below your tibia and fibula, you have the ankle bone, which is the bone uh, that forms uh, the, the, the ankle joint. And from there, you have some bones uh, that are going forward towards the big toe. Uh, and you have uh, a bone that is, or an articulation with a bone that goes backward um, towards uh, the heel. So the heel bone goes backward from there, uh, and the other bones mostly go forward from there. Uh, and a really uh, useful image of that is to think uh, that um, your ankle is a wheel and your heel bone is another wheel. These are wheels that are in kind of the same plane as if you had a, as if you were a bike. Uh, so they're in your um, Oh, what's it called? Yes, the wheel plane, the one that separates left and right. And so they're, 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 they're rotating in that direction. Um, and so as you step down, your heel is uh, kind of uh, rotating um, forward. And uh, your front foot is rotating backward. I think that's the way. And that kind of, you can see how those two wheels rotating away from each other uh, are going to stretch um, into the ground. And there's a kind of balance there of how the ankle is contributing to that uh, because it's also rolling slightly. And so sometimes it's rolling and sliding against uh, the other wheel and sometimes it's rolling with the wheel. So you can walk kind of with that image uh, and use it to free up more uh, the, the use of the front foot uh, and the back foot. Um, you can also think of kind of, uh, I think I got this from Sam, uh, a chameleon. So a chameleon kind of has two toes at the front and two toes at the back. Uh, and it can use those toes to step around a branch, uh, to, to, to roll its foot around a branch. And so you can think of your heel being the two toes uh, extending backwards on the branch uh, and your uh, front, your other five toes, as being the two toes that are extending forward. And you can kind of use that um, to grasp things and to fully unroll your foot uh, to get maximal stability. And then the pushing off happens with kind of both of them uh, pushing away from the ground. Yeah, so there's way more information than you ever wanted about the foot. Uh, Hopefully it explains also why you might often see me rolling my foot on balls um, and why I wear barefoot shoes, and I think everyone else should too. That reminds me, I think I have codes to get money back if people uh, buy Vivo Barefoots uh, on my recommendation, so let me know if that's something you're into. Uh, that's it from me for today. Uh,
I'll see you next time. Until then, take care.